Great, thank you. Thanks, Mark. Uh, I am I'm expecting double the honorarium, which is, which is zero, because uh, I'm a me- member of this church. There we Great. Um, and we give our gifts, what is it, time, tithe, and talents, the whole thing, don't we? Um, so, uh, yeah, let's, let's pray before, we, before I speak. So, Father, uh, thank you that we've been able to think about this um, amazing theme of your son, uh, the Lord Jesus, being the light of the world. And that verse that we've just been uh, thinking about, um, Jesus, when you spoke to the people and said, recorded in John 8, 12, uh, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And uh, Father, uh, in these uh, next few minutes, we think um, a, a little bit more deeply about this, what it might mean. And so, by your Holy Spirit, apply your word to our minds and to our hearts, we pray uh, that we might be changed. Uh, amen. Great. So uh, this is a, a kind of all-in family service, including all-in family talk. So any of the young people, or you might be young at heart, if you want to come down the front, because I need your participation. So uh, uh, come down the front, uh, and just, you can pr- sit on the floor, or just pull up a chair. Yeah, my kids, you've got to come. Lead by example. Come on. Um, pull up a chair if, you, if you, you, know, you don't want to sit on the floor. Just sit on the floor. That's absolutely fine. Uh, anyone else? Any more takers uh, while, we're, while we're about this? Grown-ups can come if you want. You can sit on the floor as well, get a better view. Um, absolutely. So um, who, who got up? What was it? What's the power station tower called? Is it for, what? Forley. So our flat, we've got a flat right on the front, um, and it overlooks uh, the tower. Um, the, the, the tower. And when, since we bought the flat... Four years ago, I said to Tammy, that's a bit of an eyesore, we should, that should be demolished. And today it was. So, so obviously couldn't, couldn't exactly, the power of prayer. And uh, so couldn't, couldn't miss the opportunity to get up uh, to see it being demolished. And of course, it was a combination of the darkness, the British winter and the fog uh, meant we saw nothing. So, uh, so it's good that uh, we, we got, uh, this, is, this, this is not what we saw, this, I, I managed to g- get it online, and this is a screenshot online uh, of it. There's the, uh, the, the, the tower, and uh, there it is, that's the moment. I did, we didn't actually see this, that's the moment. Um, Fred Dibner would have been proud, and there it goes in a, in a pile of smoke. But as I say, um, it got, got there at, uh, was it 7 o'clock? Yeah. yeah, 7 o'clock this morning, in the pouring rain, outside there was a lady and her daughter who sat there in front of me. And uh, could see nothing, uh, and then uh, just there's a little flash, a little spark, and then could still see nothing, and then we went inside. And, uh, and, uh, and then I said to the lady in front of me, and, and uh, that, I said, I didn't see anything, and she said, no, I didn't see anything. And she said, it's a shame, isn't it? She said, it's a shame it's gone. And I said, no, no, I said, it's a, a, mo- a, a monstrous carbuncle. I said, it was a, a blot on the landscape. I said, it was a, a, an aesthetic disaster. And she said, yeah, I suppose you're right. She said, and uh, in, in she went. And, um, but we didn't see anything because of the, well, a combination of the fog and the dark. But we didn't see anything because of the dark. And this is, this is the thing. We need light, don't we? Thinking about light today. That's the theme of our church service today. Uh, we're thinking about light. We need uh, light to see. And we all need, we all need to see. I was, he's not here today, but uh, uh, Rick Ganley, Uncle, we all know Uncle Rick, don't we? Yes, we do. Don't go on his boat, children. 
if I were you, here's a little health warning. Me and Ashley went on his boat, and the first time he ran us aground. No, first time for me, and he ran us aground. So I was hesitant to go on again, but I was on sabbatical over the summer, so I did. Over the early summer, I went on again. You weren't on this trip, were you? And he didn't run aground, which was amazing. Very, very pleased. Uh, but we actually went down uh, Cornwall Way, but past Devon into Cornwall, and uh, on the map, we were looking at the map, and uh, Rick said, there's Start Point Devon. And immediately, I'd not, I've only been to Start Point. Anyone been to Start Point Devon? I've only been to Start Point Devon once before, and this was when I was a student. I must have been about 19. And I went camping with a friend from university to Start Point. And Start Point Devon, it's got, it's, uh, got sheer cliffs that go down to the sea. And uh, there's this little path uh, that, that goes along the top. And a, a memory came flooding back of years before when I went camping with a friend from university and we, we pitched our tent and uh, we decided to go to the pub one night for a drink. And so uh, we walked along this uh, tiny path and um, it was, it was a, a, a little thin path that was going along and there was a sheer drop to the sea below. So if you fell, you'd have died. And we had one torch between us, me and this guy Mark, his name was, And uh, we were going along, uh, illuminate very carefully, walking carefully, as you would, illuminating our path. And as it did so, I remember a a verse from the Bible popped into my head. I was 19, 20, something like that. And a verse popped into my head. um, And it it was this, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Because obviously this light was illuminating my path. And I sensed the Lord, I was only 19 or 20, but I sensed the Lord say to me, um, this, you know, in the same way, this light, this torch is illuminating your path so that, you know, to stop you from tripping and then falling down to die. Um, I felt the Lord was saying to me, you know, in the, in the same way, my word keeps you from destruction. I was only a, a young man, but I felt the Lord say that. Your, my word your, keeps you from destruction. My word, says God in the Bible, is a lamp to um, your feet and a light to my path. And I shared this with Rick, and he said, it's amazing that you remember that. You know, this was 30 years ago. But it's funny, sometimes when God speaks to you, clearly you remember it, and you remember it for the rest of your lives. And so I'm praying for all of us that God might speak to us perhaps this morning. Maybe we won't remember it for the rest of our lives. But, um, but the God will speak to us in a, in a way that impacts us, in a way that changes us. Your word says, God in the Bible, his word, um, the psalmist says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So today um, we're having a light party this afternoon. Who's coming? And we've got magic uh, this afternoon. There's a, Brian, is that his name? So Brian's going to do magic. What he's going to do is, is, is his magic trick is he's, he's going to rebuild a power station like that. So uh, no, he's not that good. He's not that good. So he won't, he won't be doing that. But um, he will be doing magic. And I'm going to be doing a magic trick today as well. But I don't call it magic. I call it gospel illusion. Uh, because I just want you to know, it's a gospel illusion, not a magic trick, because I want you to know, when I do the magic trick a bit later, there'll be just a disclaimer, no genuine occult powers are used in the performing of this trick, just so, just so you know, it's just an illusion, just an illusion. Anyway, so we're having a, a light party today, uh, because today is a, is, a, is a funny day in the calendar, who knows what day it is today? Uh, yes? It's your wedding anniversary, how many? Twelve years? Congratulations, let's give a round of applause, wedding anniversary. Okay. That's a, happy, that's a happy day. There's a slightly less, you know, a day that you know, we don't really keep as Christians. Any, any of the kids know what day it is? Annie? What? Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. That's a sun, Sunday every day. Yeah, That's right. It's the day of resurrection, Easter day every Sunday. Thank you. I could tell you're a vicar's daughter. Yes? Halloween. It's Halloween. And Halloween, thank you very, thanks very much. Halloween, basically, um, literally, well, who knows what it means? What does Halloween mean? No, it, uh, it, it doesn't mean it's about death, but yes, 
कौन Correct. Halloween literally is short for All Hallows Eve. So you know that we have Christmas Eve, the day before Christmas Day. We have All Hallows Eve, which is the day before All Hallows Day, which is tomorrow, the 1st of November, is All Hallows Day, more commonly called All Saints Day. And so it's when the Christian church remembers all those women and men who have gone before, who have been an example to us as to how, our live, how to live our lives following God as God has made no, himself known to us in Jesus Christ. So as Christians, we don't think about uh, Halloween, which is all, all the kind of negative stuff, the dark stuff. Uh, we should be thinking about uh, All Hallows Day, All Saints Day. And Ashley and I we were having a conversation. We had a coffee the other day. And we were saying together that so often as Christians, we should look at the good and not the bad. You know, there's lots of bad stuff out there. Um, but that shouldn't be our focus as Christians. Our focus should be the good stuff, uh, the God stuff, rather than the bad stuff. And so, uh, so, so it's good to think tomorrow, All Saints Day, who are the people that have been an example to us? So here's one that was an example to me. This was on my Facebook. I put 20, 28 years after I worked as a study assistant, and I'm reading a children's biography written by my friend uh, Julia Cameron to introduce my own kids to the influential and inspirational um, and inimitable Uncle John. So this is a book I found um, about, it's called The Humble Leader. It's about John Stott. John Stott was an Anglican vicar, uh, died 10 years ago, and he, he was a mentor to me. He was a great example. Because do you know, um, some Christians say saints are only those people in stained glasses, as, you know, the, the people who've got the title saint and they're in st- uh, stained glass. But actually the Bible says a saint is a Christian. Just That's what a saint is. A saint is just a person who is sanctified. We're all sanctified. We're all, we're all made holy. Um, but, but God has given us examples in our, in our life. And, uh, and maybe for you it's your mum or dad uh, or an uncle or an auntie. I don't know. Maybe it's someone who is an example to you as how to be a Christian, how to follow Jesus Christ. So uh, th- this, uh, this guy, was, uh, he's, de- been, he's gone to heaven 10 years ago now, John Stott, but he was an example to me. And when I went to buy his book, there's a book um, about him now in the local Christian bookshop where we live. And uh, there it is, The Humble Leader. And you know, The Humble Leader, John Stott would have been humble to know that um, his, his books are there with uh, one about Zwingli, who was a revolver, John Knox, Scottish reformer, John Bunyan, about the pilgrim, um, The Prince of Preachers, that Charles Spurgeon. Uh, what's that? Uh, oh, Jonathan Edwards, American genius. Jim Elliott, who was a famous missionary who died, died sharing the gospel. So John, John Stott uh, was, is one among all these, these. These are incredible saints, people of God who've made a huge impact. Well, we're thinking anyway, aren't we, about what Jesus said. So what, what did Jesus, Jesus say? Uh, the world has a tendency to, forgot, to forget what Jesus said. They don't, the world doesn't want to know what Jesus said. Uh, this was a sign at a railway station. Jesus said... Uh, rail replacement bus services <laughs> to all destinations this way. Somebody just gone and stuck something over it. You know, was, this, is, this is some Christians who paid for the Bible to be in a public place. But some, someone, you know, the, the rail company gone and stuck a notice over it. Um, but what does Jesus say? It says, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but we'll have the light of life. So, so that's what we're uh, going to be thinking about. Well, three very, very quick points. The first one doesn't need any illustration at all. It's simply this. The world is full of darkness. Um, G- Jesus said, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. So Jesus is saying that the world, sadly, because it's because of the world is fallen, because bad stuff happens in the world, because of what the Bible calls sin, 
Um, the world is full of darkness. And I don't even need to illustrate this because I think we all know it. We all know that the world is full of darkness. It doesn't need an illustration. Um, here's a, a guy, um, uh, C.S. Lewis, he says this. I believe in Christianity, he said, as I believe uh, that the sun has risen. Not because I see it, because by it I see everything else. So Jesus is the light of the world. And actually when we follow him and we obey his words, the Bible... Um, that gives us a torch by which we can shine a light on everything we experience in this life to know whether it's good or whether it's bad. But the Bible tells us that human beings prefer darkness. I quoted someone last week, G.K. Chesterton, who was a, a, a Christian writer, and he said, when men cease to believe in God, they don't believe in nothing. They believe in anything. So, it's, so, so often in our society, it's anything but the truth. It's anything but the light. And for us as Christians, that's completely confusing, isn't it? Because it's so obvious Jesus is the light of the world. And yet we live in a world which doesn't recognize the light. They're blind. They don't recognize the light when they see it. So uh, we're a fan of, uh, what's it called, that park, Robin Park, Robin Hill? Robin Hill Park. As a family, we go to Robin Hill Park. And uh, last year we went, and the year before. And in the autumn, um, they do, for a few years now, they've done this thing called a Festival of Light. Has anyone seen this? And it's inspired by Diwali. Now, Diwali is a festival that's kept by um, um, some Buddhists, a certain strand of Buddhists, but, but by Hindus and Sikhs, basically members of other, other religions. And so um, uh, we went to this uh, Festival of Light, and it's on again this year, I, I think, inspired by Diwali. And uh, there's an elephant deity, like a god, and there's this other thing there. And uh, we went around it, and uh, we, there, was, there were pictures of Hindu deities like Ganesh and Vishnu and things like this and um, it, we didn't feel very comfortable to be honest so we went down into this central part and there was this meditation going on and this woman chanting in this strange uh, language and this kind of eastern meditation stuff going on it all seemed a little bit dark to be honest my wife got embarrassed because I went down into the middle of the disco and started singing shine Jesus shine fill this land with she's embarrassed she does get embarrassed of me but anyway, on the, on the way out, I actually um, I went to the desk as you go out um, at Robin Hill Park. And I said to the lady, excuse me, I said, uh, I'm, I said just, uh, uh, are you going to be doing this next year? And she said, oh, yes, we're going to do it every year, Diwali, Festival of Light. And I said, well, I wonder if I could help. I said, I'm an Anglican vicar. And I said, I'm a theologian. I teach theology at Oxford University. And I said, there's very, you probably know there's very few Hindus and Sikhs in the country. But predominantly, it, we're a Christian country, at least historically, and I said, I don't know whether you know, but it's, it's a central thing in Christianity that Jesus is the light of the world. So how about next year, the theme is Jesus is the light of the world. I'll be your theological advisor for free. And uh, she said, no, thank you. Thanks very much, sir. We'll stick, we'll, uh, we'll stick with what we've got. She was obviously worried. I don't know why. She didn't, obviously didn't want my advice. She needn't have worried. I'm seeker sensitive. Um, moving, moving on. Um, G.K. Chesterton, this is G- I've already, already quoted him, haven't I? G.K. Chesterton, when man ceases to believe in God, he doesn't believe in nothing, he believes in anything. And uh, G.K. Chesterton is reported to have written perhaps the shortest letter on, on record to the Times newspaper. So the Times newspaper was having this debate, this is in London, the London Times, about what, it, what is wrong with the world. This, by the way, this is in 1910, so nothing changes, does it, in a way? Everything changes, but nothing changes. There's nothing original about sin. And... Um, they're having this debate, what's wrong with the world? The world seemed to be a mess, 1910, that's 100 years ago, over 100 years ago. And uh, G.K. Chesterton wrote the shortest letter on record to the Times newspaper, and he said, Dear sir, you ask what is wrong with the world today. Um, uh, sir, I am. 
He said, G.K. Ch- G.K. Chesterton. That was the thing. You asked what's wrong with the world. I am. Chesterton recognized that actually, sadly, darkness isn't just out there. Darkness can be in, in, can be in here. All of us, without God, uh, we all are separate from God. And we're, n- we're not children of God until we come to God and give our, our lives to him. Uh, so Jesus is the light of the world. The, the world is in darkness, but Jesus is the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I work at the moment, at least, for Oxford University, and this is the crest of Oxford University, uh, which you'll see on all the colleges and all around Oxford. It's everywhere. And it's a book. And Do you know what the book is? Could you guess what the book is that's supposed to be on the crest? Anyone? It's the Bible, that's right. The Bible is the symbol of Oxford University. And there it is, there's Latin, that's, it says Dominus Illuminata Mea. And uh, what that is, that's Psalm 27, verse 1, which says, The Lord is my light. So it's interesting, the, the psalmist pr- predicted what Jesus was, was to say. The Lord is my light. So actually the psalmist said, and this is the crest of Oxford University that's pretty secular, Um, The Lord is my light. So God is my light. So when Jesus said, I am the light of the world, he's saying, I am God. It's actually a claim to divinity. Jesus is claiming to be none other than God in human form. The Lord is my light. Now, this is where I need a bit of an illustration. So a bit of help with this. So uh, uh, who'd like uh, to uh, be be an assistant? Would you like like to come and help with this? Now, uh, I um, I brought a cross into the building. Being an Anglican vicar, I thought you were missing one. So maybe I could, uh, couldn't see one around. And uh, so maybe I'll leave this, Mark, as a, a little, little gift. Afterwards, we could stick it. Anyway, uh, so now can you see underneath, can you see there's that button? So not, when I tell you, can you, can you can, basically, if you hold, the, hold it like this, and when I tell you, but not before, can you actually switch the button from the, switch it across? Could you do that? So if I give it you there, you stand on the, stand on the step there. Is that okay? And have you got your finger, can you find the button? No. Okay, just a minute. Yeah. Have you got it now? Yeah. Uh, that's it there. Yeah, that's it there. So when I tell you, but not before, can you switch the button across? Yeah? But not before. Not before. Right, okay. Now the next thing. Not before. Right, now um, now we've got, this, we've got this desk here. I can put, I'll put this over here. And Isaac's already agreed to be my script for this. So what we've got here is a, a felt-tip pen uh, and a little a t- a tissue. And, uh, and if you want to, you can perhaps go and lean it on the desk. Uh, and so what we're going to think about is what are, you know, we're saying Jesus is the light of the world. Um, and uh, the, the verse is, uh, I'm the light of the world, said Jesus. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the world is dark. What is, what is some of the dark stuff? I'm going to ask the kids. What is some of the dark stuff that is wrong with the world? And Isaac, make it short, like two words or one word, not big words, so that, you know, as Isaac can write, write, write it down. Don't say that we're existentially challenged by the, you know, the inner angst or anything like that, because we've been too long. Annie, what was your word? You don't know? Okay, anything, what, any, any dark stuff. Name any things that you think that's wrong, anything that's wrong with the world. Anybody? Someone who is... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan. Death. death. Let's stick death around. Death is wrong with the world, yeah? Sin. Sin. Okay, let's, that's, that's a good... Uh, have you got that uh, death there, Isaac? And sin? Um, that, that basically is the Bible word for it, isn't it? It's a, basically, sometimes being defined like this. Sin is a three-letter word with I in the middle. That's how it's spelled. S-I-N. 
Three, sin is a three-letter world with I in the middle. It's, all, it's when it's all about me and nobody else, and I don't care about anything else. Okay, what is wrong with the world? What is the, any, any other stuff that's wrong with the world? Any examples of sin? Um, yes? Defiance, defiance, or disobeying, disobeying, and that would that would include disobeying your parents. uh, Would be that would would be would be an example of defiance, wouldn't it, Pastor, Pastor Ashley, Annie? The devil, the devil, yeah, uh, we'll stick the devil down. Uh, Anything else that's dark, Mark? Fear, Fear, that's a good one, isn't it? Fear. Um, We thought about that last week. Do you remember the sermon, Mark, when you were were thinking about the fear of God? How? And there's um, there's an old hymn. Remember, we think about the fear of God last week, and. There's an old hymn that says, fear God, ye saints, and you'll have nothing else to fear. So actually, when we have a healthy fear of the Lord, it displaces uh, bad fear. Yes. War? War? We've got war down. Still fear and war. Uh, another one from Jonathan? Destruction. 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 Good, good, big concept. These are big macro concepts here from Jonathan. Okay, one more. Anyone, anyone else? One more? Anything that's wrong with the world? Sickness. Okay, that'll do. That'll, that'll do. Now, have you got your finger on the button still? Yeah, but you're not, you've not pressed it yet, have you? No, good. That's absolutely good. Right, Jonathan. So when you finished? Isaac, Isaac sorry. Jonathan's Isaac, sorry. Sickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll do. That'll, that, is, that is it. So great. Fantastic. Thanks. So we got it, basically. We've got it all here. So if you want to stand over there slightly, this is, this is it. So we've got it here. Um, uh, basically, death, sin, defiance, the devil, fear... War, uh, destruction, sickness, it's all here. So, right, so what I do, this, this is to illustrate that Jesus is the light, light of the world. So I take this, which has got all the, all the wrong, wrong things on, and I get it in this hand, I cut this hand, and I'm, I'm placing it into uh, my, my fist. Now, you've got to watch everybody, all the kids especially, watch, I push it in, I watch uh, my fist, and I've got... Um, something in the back, of the back pocket. I take this hand away, as you see, nothing in this, this hand. And in my back pocket, I've, I've, I've got this red uh, handkerchief. Now, I need somebody else as a... As a uh, Annie, you, Trinity, you can do it. So I didn't even get the name of my own daughter right. Um, <laughs> you can help. So basically, I've got, as you said, I've got the, um, the, the sin stuff here. Uh, right, basically, Jesus is the light of the world. Put the button on now. Yay, the light of the world. Take, take that, which is the blood of Jesus. Touch that, and then that's put it over the, the sickness hand. Over this one, over this one now. Put it over my fi- the fist, over that fist. That's it. Take it away. You can take it away now. Great. And it's gone. That's it. Now that's, that's good. Great. I think uh, I'll leave this for you, Mark. and Because uh, the Catholics are into a bit of kitsch. So I think, new, new, I think New Frontiers, we could be into a bit of kitsch as well. Right, I'll just put it, put it, put it there. Okay, finally, coming, coming into land. Coming into land, okay, he promises, he promises, uh, I'm the light of the world, whoever walks uh, in darkness will have the light of life. Now, I had a story which I was going to share, um, just to illustrate this, just coming into land, and uh, to illustrate that Aslan is on the move. King Jesus is the Prince of Peace, uh, he's, he's the light of the world, and he's on the move. And uh, actually, June, I thought, rather than use a story, uh, we're going to have a, a, a story, if you want to come forward... Uh, this is June, who you know, and uh, basically she was, she was here at church last week and uh, basically, uh, yeah, had, a, had, a, had an encounter with God um, and um, I'll just let her to tell, just tell us, June, very briefly, very quickly what, what happened last week, how the light of the world, Jesus being the light of the world, impacted you.
Um, basics turned my life around completely, and you probably realize I've only been coming for about six months, I think. And I always, my little mantra I copy from Mark, it's, God's got your back. And I always, always keep reciting this. But the last few weeks has been harder for me because I've not been able to find work for the last nine months. And something you were saying in the service really, really triggered with me. And it actually, it's absolutely changed my life. Absolutely changed my life. I didn't expect it, but in the, the coffee next door, um, I wouldn't have expected in a million years, but actually going for coffee and that issue then having you actually pray over me quite a lot and then baptise me in a coffee shop. I didn't actually baptise you with water. No, not with water. Just with water. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and um, it was just such a whole amazing yeah. lift. And I can't believe, I mean, I did actually get baptised in 94 at a church in Dorset where I used to live, but I'm feeling so lost having moved back here two and a half years ago and obviously difficulty with work and stuff. But since last week, I've actually been floating every day and I, I mean, quite a few people see me walking down the beach all the time every day because that's all I seem to do. But the difference, and then coming through cows during the week, I only happened to bump into you and Ashley, wherever he is. There he is. And I thought, oh, crikey, you're just about talking about me. And I just disappeared. Um, so I stopped to have a chat with them, but then I ended up sitting down with them. And then in the middle of Cows High Street, the two of them then decided to pray over me. And I was thinking... <laughs> so Nicholas, we're outside the shops of the, the ice cream shop and the um, Jolly, which my friend's shops, and I was thinking, oh gosh, what they're going to think of me. But uh, it was absolutely amazing. Great, thanks, June. Great, thank you very much. So, uh, well, that was it. Started in Sunday school. The um, Anastasia or Trinity did did a scripture which says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope in a future. And uh, my wife Tammy turned and gave it to her and said, I think this is for you. And then in the coffee hour, I prayed that in, and then the, the prophetic word that your past wouldn't, det- wouldn't hold, hold your, uh, your, back your present or your future, and it was an issue of forgiveness. You, know, you don't mind me saying, you said I can say this, and forgiving a particular person for a particular thing. And, uh, and the prayer that I prayed over you was, Jesus, light of the world, shine your light, wasn't it? That was a, and uh, you had this powerful encounter uh, with God that's, that's brought change. So Jesus is the light of the world. Aslan is on the move. I don't need an old, old story from a few years ago, uh, one from last week. Uh, that J- Jesus is the same yesterday, today, forever. So Jesus said, I'm the light of the world, he says. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. So Jesus, we thank you that you are the light of the world. We thank you uh, for that promise uh, that whoever follows you won't walk in darkness. We recognize darkness is all around, but Lord, we choose not to make it our focus. We don't focus or fixate on the darkness. Lord, there's that saying, Lord, it's better to light a candle than to shout at the darkness. Well, Jesus, we look to you. You're the light of the world. We choose to fix our eyes on you, to focus on you. Thank you that through your death, uh, you've set us free. You're the savior of the world. Uh, You've taken away all the darkness, just like that thing of the, 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 the tissue with all the dark stuff on it. You've taken it away, Jesus, through your death on the cross. Uh, for each one of us. And uh, thank you that you've given us life. Thank you for the life June experience last week. We pray that you fill us with your life and your light afresh today, that we might know you more and more and serve you always. We ask it in your name. Amen.